these are the times that try men's souls. In the course of our nation's history, the people of Boston have rallied bravely whenever the rights of men have been threatened. Today, a new crisis has arisen. The Metropolitan Transit Authority, better known as the MTA, is attempting to levy a burdensome tax on the population in the form of a subway fare increase. Citizens, hear me out. This could happen to you. Again this week, well maybe not because I'm I gotta get out of here. It's up. It's 20 degrees and it's snowing like crazy here, and this is ridiculous. Is it snowing there in Tampa Bay? No, it's not. It's really nice actually. It's about 78 degrees with no humidity. Yeah, yeah and it's, it's 80 degrees in Vegas, and here I am, 20 degrees in snow. I can't <laughs> believe it. And anyway, I want to talk about you know why this country is all messed up like it is. And I just got one comment to make. I was in a, an accident, a car accident, and um, I called my insurance company to report it. And I, I, it's amazing that um, I, I, I'm in a town called Revere. And are we getting some feedback from that record, Pete? No, I just turned it down for you. I was playing it in the background okay. for you a little bit. Okay. Trying to set the mood. I just I didn't want to compete with the Kingston Trio. That's all. No. Okay. Gotcha. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just having fun tonight. Tonight's going to be a fun night. I got a lot of things to talk about. But anyway, I want to mention that I was I told the uh, the lady that I was talking to the insurance company that I was in uh, in Revere, Massachusetts, and um, some of you people in Tampa Bay might know where that is. Anyway, she asked me and I spell it, so I spelled it for her. And I said, you know, like Paul Revere. And she said, who? I said, that Paul Revere. And she said, I said, you never heard of Paul Revere? She said, no. I said, did you go to school? Yes. Did you study history? Yes. And you never heard of Paul Revere? That's pretty amazing. <laughs> That's why this country's in the mess we're in. And I don't understand, you know, because of the stupidity out there. It's just, it's just amazing to me. Um, while I was in while I'm in Boston, I've 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 been eating like crazy, Pete. You you don't want to listen to it because I've been eating like you wouldn't believe. But before I talk about what I've been eating, I want to tell you about um, Symphony Hall. Now, Symphony Hall in Boston is a is a spectacular place. It's um, brings back a lot of memories for me. I had um, when I was a young guy, I was. Um, Visiting, uh, had some, a personal meeting with uh, my idol at the time, uh, the great Satchmo, Louis Armstrong. We spent some time together at Symphony Hall, uh, some private time. I also saw the um, the greatest battle of the drums with uh, Buddy Rich and, and Gene Krupa, and then I went on to produce Buddy Rich in concert. So Symphony Hall has brought a lot of memories for me. I, I see, I've seen the great Arthur Fiedler conduct the Boston Pops, and John Williams conduct the, the Boston Pops. It's just, just been great. And I got to go back to Symphony Hall uh, this past week uh, to hear the Boston Symphony Orchestra. 
in their 135th season. That's the 135th season of the Boston Symphony Orchestra. And what a great concert it was. Um, conducting was Bernard Haytink, who is um, conductor emeritus of the Boston Symphony Orchestra. And um, the, the great program, uh, Beethoven's uh, Piano Concerto Number no. 4, which featured great pianist Murray Parahia. Murray Parahia. And then the second half, Mahler's Symphony Number no. 1 and D. If you're in the Boston area, you've got to go and listen to the Boston Symphony. Um, uh, an amazing, amazing orchestra. And they, they sound so great. And, hey, Pete, you got to hear this. I was finally in an audience that had someone that had intelligence. You know how I'm always talking about Las Vegas when the when they I go to the Philharmonic and it's a nice orchestra, a really good orchestra. But the um the audience is pretty stupid. You know, they 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 applaud between uh, at every, between every movement. Um finally I'm in Boston at Symphony Hall and with an intelligent audience and no applause between movements until the end of the piece. So it was just a, such a pleasure to be at Symphony Hall and um, listening to the Boston Symphony and being um, amongst that great Boston audience. Okay, let me see now. I discovered a great newspaper, the Boston Broadside, and um, it's a terrific um, uh, newspaper. It's a, it's a conservative paper. There's... Um, Articles by um, Ann Coulter and and Pat Buchanan and um, Michelle Malkin. Some really terrific um, writers, um, uh, conservative writers. It's a wonderful newspaper. And, I, and even though it's, it's, it's basically a Boston paper, I want to let you people know um, how to get this uh, this paper. Uh, you can order it uh, uh, from the, um, uh, you can go to Post Office, Boston Broadside, P.O. Box 4200, Peabody, Mass, 01961. Um, or you can call them at 978-352-6800 and order your subscription. And it'll be delivered right to your house. And this is a wonderful newspaper, and it's probably one of the best. And I'm going to be referring to this newspaper from time to time. The canons of liberty, free speech are needed now more than ever, more than ever. The Boston Broadside. Well, I did some meetings, and I did some really great restaurants. All these restaurants, by the way, are north of Boston, and I've got to tell you about some of the great um, some of the great uh, food that I had. Um, I'm uh, starting with Jimmy's um, Steerhouse. Jimmy's Steerhouse in, in Saugus, Mass. Wonderful restaurant. Oh, man, I'll tell you. The um, the, the Caesar salad is uh, uh, superb. The, uh, uh, the steak. Oh, man, the, uh, the uh, prime club steak, 12 ounce, with... Um, Topped with a Madeira cremini mushroom sauce, unbelievable! The um, the prime club steak at Jimmy's Steerhouse in Saugus, Mass. Wonderful restaurant. From there, 
I went to the Gloucester House. Now, the Gloucester House is a beautiful restaurant. It's sitting um, right on the on the water there in Gloucester. And, um, no, man, I I can't say enough about the Gloucester House. Uh, it's been around there for a while. Uh, it's a great restaurant. Uh, it's been around longer than I've been on the radio. So I just want to uh, mention that. And I've been on the radio 41 years. So, uh, the onion rings, uh, the, the fisherman's soup. Now, the fisherman's soup, light, spicy tomato broth with onions, peppers, and um, the, the fish of the day, which happened to be haddock while I was there, which was a great treat because I love haddock, and I can't get it in Las Vegas. So um, it's a, it was a wonderful dish. And then I couldn't get enough of the haddock, so I had the Gloucester House baked haddock, which was superb, absolutely superb, really fresh. I mean, they go out. They catch their own fish there at the at the Gloucester House. They also uh, um, catch their own lobsters. So everything is fresh right there at the Gloucester House in Gloucester, Massachusetts. And for dessert, you ready for this? Bourbon cake. I mean, you can get drunk on dessert. Bourbon cake, unbelievable. Oh, and um, let me mention to you about uh, Red's Kitchen and Tavern. What a fabulous restaurant this is. <laughs> it around since 1945. <laughs> Very reasonably priced. Really good service. And um, and the food, oh, man, I'll tell you. Um, I had um, a tuna tata, which was, which was absolutely, uh, which was absolutely uh, splendid. And the, uh, and the beet salad. Layers of beet, arugula, fried goat cheese. Now, the goat cheese is in balls and it's fried with peppered pistachios and topped with a creamy shallow dressing. Oh, unbelievable salad. And then the 20 ounce sirloin steak. Oh, as they say in Chinese, molto bene. And that comes with a uh, roasted potatoes, uh, sauteed mushrooms, and broccoli rabe. Uh, Red Kitchen and Tavern, right over on Route 1 in Peabody, Peabody, <laughs> as you um, non-New Englanders say, Peabody, Massachusetts, a terrific restaurant. And I think I have on the line Steve Kaufman. Yes. Are you there, Steve? I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes, how are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Um, well, I had a little bit of a car accident this week, but I, um, but I'm doing, I'm doing really well. I went to the hospital and they, uh, they, they did a CT scan of my head and said I was normal. And, uh, already I knew it was a bad hospital saying, you know, my head was normal, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like you're doing all right. At least it sounds like you're eating very well lately too. Oh man, I'll tell you the food here in, in the Boston, north of Boston area, unbelievable. I must have gained thirty pounds. Back, back to the salads when I get back to Vegas tomorrow. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, Steve um, Kaufman has um, has created an interesting shoe called Quickix. It's a hands-free shoe, and I got to tell you, it's for a person that's uh, disabled and, and needs to. I'm putting on it, has trouble putting the shoes on. But it's also for people like me um, uh, who are lazy. 
And uh, I know I know Steve didn't want to say that, so I'm I'm saying that um, uh, it's a lazy guy. And uh, Steve, tell us about your shoe, how you came about to invent it, and and what and what it does. Sure. Um, well, it actually started uh, many years ago. Uh, my teenage son was diagnosed with scoliosis, and uh, he had to wear this big torso brace. 22 hours a day to prevent the curve in his spine from getting worse, um, which it ultimately did. But while he was in it for a number of years, it also prevented him from being able to bend over and put his own shoes on. So my wife and I were um, uh, taking care of that task for him day in and day out. And I got to thinking, boy, wouldn't it be great if there were some shoes that he could just step into while in that brace and they would automatically fasten, and he wouldn't have to bend over bend or use his hands. And um, I didn't see anything like that on the market, and I went to start tinkering away and came up with prototypes. And uh, several years later, uh, here we are on the market with um, the first ever uh, fully supportive, totally hands-free, operable shoes. They're called Quick Kicks, as you said. Uh, spelled Q-U-I-K-I-K-S. And uh, what they do is the uh, heel portion of the shoe rotates open, so it creates an extra-large entry that's about 50% larger than a typical shoe. So it's very easy for people to slide their foot right in, and then as you step down, they close up and they fasten with a magnet. So you don't have to bend over or use your hands to get in. And then to get out, you simply strike the heel on the floor, and they pop open, and your foot slides right out. So it's super convenient, and they're fully supportive. And, uh, you know, we, we hope we can help a lot of people that struggle with this. <laughs> Even people like me. <laughs> or or some of the uh, lazy people like yourself, uh, self-proclaimed lazy people. That's right. <laughs> this, is a, this is a great show. I mean, you know... It's, if, if if it's a lace um, uh, sneaker type shoe, it's already uh, it's already a tie. Um, if it has a strap on it, the strap is already there, and you just put your foot in, step down, and and walk away. It's amazing, and uh, I'm I'm loving these shoes. It's, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> just, thanks. I'm glad just, you're enjoying them. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I, I, you know, see, I'm a lazy guy. I up until I got these shoes, I was tying my sneakers at a certain level, and I, you know, just enough so I could put my foot into it. But, <laughs> but these shoes do the job. It's amazing. And um, um, are you going to offer something special? Or, or are you going to tell my listeners about the website? And yes, I'd love to offer your listeners a, a special deal. Um, at quickkicks.com, Q-U-I-K-I-K-S.com. Um, the regular price for the shoes is $249. Um, but your listeners, I wanted to offer a special uh, checkout code. It's MARV, M-A-R-V, uh, all capital letters. And uh, that'll bring the price down to $199 and free shipping until the end of wow. April. That's a great deal. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, and, you know, my listeners, you know, if, if you have a disability and you, and you have trouble, uh, uh, putting on your shoes, uh, these, these are the shoes for you. If you're lazy like me, 
And you still have to put on your shoes. These are also the shoes for you. Um, uh, they, have, they have great features. They have a lot of footwalks. The last to prevent the tongue from uh, falling down. It's uh, fully functional laces and straps, like I said, for initial adjustability. Antimicrobial. I can never say that word. Antimicrobial lining. A clean health. Antimicrobial lining, right. Yeah, right. And, um, you know, I'll, I'll tell you, you, um, you hit on a really important point right there about, uh, you know, people being at risk for uh, slips and falls. And um, there's a lot of people that that, uh, that happen to, unfortunately, every year. I mean, the statistics are quite staggering, actually. After the age of 65, 30% of people have a slip and fall accident every year. And, um, you know, for people that have a hard time putting proper footwear on, we think this can really help prevent some of those injuries because, unfortunately, a lot of these people, if they can't bend over and put on proper footwear, they end up shuffling around in bedroom slippers or they're walking around in flip-flops or perhaps Crocs, something like that, and they, you know, don't securely fasten to the feet. And this leads to a lot of uh, hazardous, hazardous falls. And, um, you know, can really lead to the decline of independence and quality of life and things like that. So with quick kicks, you can basically slip into them as easy as bedroom slippers, but they provide the support and they securely fasten to the feet. And um, we really hope this can uh, help prevent some of that. Right. And a group of people with uh, chronic back pain, um, uh, someone like myself who's been eating in Boston every all week, uh, obesity. <laughs> <laughs> Muscle sclerosis. Muscle sclerosis. I'm not, I don't mean to laugh. I'm just laughing at you know my condition here with the all the food I've been eating. Autism, hip replacement, recipient, arthritis, cerebral palsy, hand and arm amputees, scoliosis, brace wearers, uh, temp, temporarily needed to action of surgery, Parkinson's, vertigo, post AMC. It's good for all these people. They're, they're great shoes. And Steve is a great guy. I met him at the. Um, uh, the Mesh Trade Show in um, in Las Vegas, and uh, the great guy, and um, he he, uh, he worked hard for his son on these shoes, and he came up with an amazing shoe, and, and I'm just so proud that I know him. Yeah. Thank you very much, Mark. It was a pleasure meeting you two at the show. Yeah. Thanks for coming on the show, uh, Steve, and... Um, uh, if my listeners um, give them uh, the website again, but if they miss miss it, the show is archived and they can tune in anytime they want and and get all the information. The, the, the website again is it's quickkicks dot com q u i k i k s and that special uh, discount for your listeners is just Marv in all capital letters M A R V. Okay, thank you, Steve, and um, uh, did a great job. It's a, a great show. Thanks very much. I appreciate that. And uh, glad you're enjoying them. Stay healthy. And uh, my pleasure being on the show. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Okay. Let me uh, get back to some food here. Um, yesterday morning, I went to brunch at the Milios Off the Boat Seafood on, in Revere, you know, like Paul Revere. <laughs> and the terrific. Um, Terrific restaurant. Um, they, they just started their Sunday brunch yesterday. It was the first day of their Sunday brunch. And 
they just um such a great job i, I you know i just want to uh, mention um uh, the great people over there uh, is edgar the chef and the owners antonetta and joe and uh edgar was amazing you know i, I was there like for uh, close to two, a little over two hours um because i was taking my time i was trying different things and edgar did such a great job and he um he gave it to me um so well, it was unbelievable. Um, I started off with eggs Benedict uh, with smoked salmon instead of ham. Then the ahi tuna sandwich with uh, French fries, and then uh, <laughs> eggplant parmesan, eggplant parmesan with some pasta al dente, just the way I like it. And he did a great job. And then I finished that up with a with an amazing cannoli. Uh, so I just want to say what a, what a great job. Um, Edgar's doing over there, and Antonetta and Joe, uh, they're in on Revere Street in Revere. Uh, the Millios off the boat seafood, they're open every day, but Sunday they get this new Sunday brunch from 10.30 to 3, and they do a terrific job. Hey, Pete, did you watch uh, uh, WrestleMania yesterday? Yes, I did. Uh, I wasn't. Uh, it was. It was pretty good. I'm not sure about the main event. I knew what was going to happen with. Uh, Roman Reigns, but that match was very, very slow. Yeah, it was. But anyway, I I got to tell you where I watched the match. Where'd you watch the match I watched, at? I watched it at Hooters. Nice, nice place to watch the match. Yeah, <laughs> and I and I watched the match. Believe me. Oh, I bet. <laughs> I don't know what what match you watched, but I bet you watched some of the matches. Yeah, well, I, I watched the I watched all the matches. Believe me, I, and and I had dinner over there while I was watching the matches. Of course, of course, you did. <laughs> and yeah, they had some really good food there. I had um, I had a uh, fajita quesadilla. Nice. And then I had um, uh, fish and chips uh, with onion rings. Hmm. And then I had uh, key lime pie. And. Um, and I watched the match. <laughs> <laughs> so I was going to say, uh, what did, what was the best match in your opinion? The best match in my opinion it was a toss-up between um, uh, Dean Ambrose for president against um, uh, Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um, John O'Mac against The Undertaker. What a bump, huh? 20 feet in the air and he jumps off of that cage. That's unbelievable. 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 And how do you how do you go how do you jump off a cage when you know the the result is that you're going to be basically jumping into the table without somebody on top of it? How do you how do you get psyched up for that? I I, I don't know. I I I wouldn't do it. No. <laughs> I wouldn't do it either. Yeah, so I don't know. It was um, it was it was unbelievable. Whoever, you know, why he would do such a thing is beyond me. But then again, you know, that's John McMahon. So I don't know. <laughs> right. Well, you did hear that there were some problems. Like fans that were going to WrestleMania had to wait four to five hours to just get into the event. Right. You did hear that. Yeah, and they also uh, ran out of, uh, for the people that were sitting on the floor, they ran out of wristbands. 
So just another example of uh, Jerry Jones and the uh, the place that he what was he called the Taj Mahal the AT and T play uh, stadium. Oh, another drop ball because they had the same problems. They had some of the same problems or had some problems during the Super Bowl a couple years ago. Do you remember? Right, I remember that. I was just going to bring that up. Well, there you go. Yeah, it's amazing um, how Jerry Jones does that and gets away with it. That's, that's the amazing thing. I mean, can you imagine you're going to WrestleMania the first time and you have to wait at least four to five hours to get in to see the event, just to see the event. And once you get in there... Then you most likely you haven't seen the show at all. You're not going to be because it went until about 11, 30, 12 o'clock. So most likely they got in there at uh, at the end of it, and they were probably disappointed because the main event again to me just was not that good. I, I don't know what it was. It was disappointing. Yeah, it was. The intro was probably the best part of the match. After the Sean McMahon um, Undertaker match. Um, uh, it went downhill. I thought that whole thing with the with the rock and um, um, and the and the, the wired guys there. I, I I just thought that was a waste of time. Yeah, I don't understand that because here you have Bray Wyatt and his family, and you're trying to promote him and trying to get him over, and all you've done the last couple of years is bury the guy. He faces the Undertaker, he loses. He faces John Cena, he loses. You bring the Rock out. And that's the reason why wrestling isn't that good anymore because you have this young talent, and instead of putting the young talent over the guys that are coming back, the stars, you instead bury them, and that's why nobody takes that gimmick seriously anymore. Did you see uh, that new guy tonight, um, Apollo Crews? No, I didn't see it. I didn't see him. I'm watching uh, the Rays game here, and then I'm watching the uh, basketball. I'm going back and forth watching both of these games here. got to see this. Guy Apollo Cruz, he's amazing. Well, they had another guy too that's supposed to be debating tonight, Finn Balor. Uh huh. He's got a, he's got a crazy he's got a crazy entrance from NXT. So, but going back so, to the going back to the point, I mean, don't you think that Bray Wyatt deserves a push at this point? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's happening with the basketball game? I don't know. I got to turn it on here. I'm about to turn it on. Uh, I got the baseball game on, so let me do that really quick. I'm picking Villanova um, to win this one. Oh. Anyways, while while um, Pete is checking the basketball game, um, I, I think we have Dave Parrish on the line. Do we, Dave? No. I guess we don't. Uh, I can hear you. Dave? Yeah, hello? Oh, Dave, okay, you are there. All right. Yeah, you hear me? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay. Um, From True Form Leg Health. Um, Great stockings um, for people that that need uh, support hose and um, need to have a healthy vein. Blood flow. Um, these are great stockings. I, I wore these in the plane on going to Israel uh, a couple weeks ago, and they, they're, they're absolutely amazing. So, Dave, tell us about your stockings and about your company. Okay, well, compression stockings are very in need today because we're sitting and standing, driving, flying, no longer walking that much. 
And walking is how our body helps move blood back up against gravity up to the heart. Heart pumps it out. It will come back, but it doesn't come back as well when you just sit and stand and travel in airplanes like we do today. What happens as we are more sedentary today, um, more and more people get swelling in the legs of blood or lymph tissue, lymph fluid in their ankles. And what a compression stocking does is because the blood tends to pull, that's the pull of gravity. There's two words there, P-O-O-L, because of the P-U-L-L of gravity. It can cause problems, leg heaviness, even clots. If you're flying in airplanes, you get a problem called deep vein thrombosis called DVT. It actually has killed people who've flown in an airplane for like six, eight, ten hours, kind of wedged in, and they get a clot, goes to their lungs, and it can actually be fatal. It's rare, but it happens. By putting on a compression stocking, it's like a sock or a stocking, but it's a tighter fit. There's more pressure down by the ankle, less going up to the calf or up to the thigh. There's also thigh high and pantyhose models. And what that does is kind of like your your thumb and finger on a tube of toothpaste, and you're pushing toothpaste up. The compression stocking is, while you're wearing it, perpetually, while you're doing nothing, helping your blood and also lymph fluid move back up toward the heart. So it's a really awesome product because there's no side effects. You're just wearing a sock or a stocking. Yeah, they're really, really terrific. You know, I I was on that 12-hour flight to uh, Israel, and I wore them, and uh, my legs really felt good um, after I got there. Uh, it was just amazing. And because, uh, you know, I'm supposed to wear um, uh, compression stockings anyway, and... Um, but, you know, some of those, uh, you know, the prescription ones, uh, the, the heavier-duty ones, uh, for lack of a better word, uh, really um, feel lousy on your legs. And, and, and But these stockings, even though they're not as um, as much compression as the prescription ones, uh, they do the same job as far as I'm concerned. And my legs feel really good. I, my legs don't get itchy like they, they do from... From the other stockings, they're just they're just great stockings. Yeah, I think the ones you were wearing from us were 15 to 20 millimeters of mercury. That's the beginning level of therapeutic benefit. Yep, they're going to be a little harder than a regular sock to put on. But if you put on a compression stocking and it isn't hard to get on, you're not getting any benefits. The prescription model, the 2030, uh, some states you have to have a prescription for that, like Nevada. Other states in California, you don't. But that's a that's for a more serious condition. Generally, your doctor is recommending it. You have major visual varicose veins or major swelling in your ankle. They're going to be harder to put on. Um, there are devices that are available at our, our dealers, our professional dealer network called Stocking Donners that you can buy, and they're well worth the investment because when you have this peripheral vein issue or swelling, um, there is really a no cure for it. It just comes with age. It comes with sedentary habits that we all have pretty much these days. And if you do need a 2030, you have trouble putting it on, you can go to a professional home care dealer. You can find a professional dealer of ours at a website, www.trueform.com. That's T-R-U-F-O-R-M-D-A-V-E, trueform.com. You don't buy them there. You just put in a dealer finder thing in the right-hand corner. It'll tell you who carries the product in your neighborhood just by putting your zip code in. 
always recommend press on the, the name of the dealer and then call them to make sure they have a good stock there. And that's how you would access this product. And in general, a 15 to 20 product from us uh, retails for about 20 to $25. That's what you would pay for it. And the prescription 20 to 30 would run about 35 to $40. And they last four to six months. They don't get holes in them after four to six months, but the effective pressure, if you're wearing it two, three times a day, will start to dissipate away in four to six months. And that's about time then at the six month period to buy another set. So, uh, uh, what can my listeners buy uh, just talking? Well, we recommend, number one, to go to a local medical supply dealer. Our product is kind of a lower-cost option, but just as good, kind of like a Costco shirt. That, Like, that's what I buy, buy these $20 Costco shirts that you would buy $50 elsewhere. We're trying to pass on the savings to help people really get the health care benefits. And that's where you'd go first and foremost, because you need to be measured and fit, and you need to see which one's going to work for you. And that's, again, where you can go to that website and find the local dealer in your area. If you're in Las Vegas, you put in the zip code, and up would come a couple dealers. Call them to make sure they have a good stock drive over there. Yeah, they're available on the Internet like everything else, but do not recommend buying them on the Internet until you're properly fitted to what you really need by a professional um, home care dealer or home care pharmacist. Um, okay. Um, and is there a website where they can buy them? Um, I don't have a website. That you go on the Internet, you'll find websites. There's many of them. Um, we don't recommend one or the other. Uh, again, my first premise is they would try their home health care dealer first, nearby okay. their, where they live. All right, great. Uh, Dave, it's great having you on. And these these stockings, I have several pair, and uh, you know my my legs have, have never felt so good. So they're they're really terrific stockings. And um, but my legs yeah, are swollen, and um, um, I have problems with my legs. But when I wear these stockings, these, these problems seem to go away. So I just want um, uh, my listeners to know: true form uh, stockings, wonderful stockings. Um, they're reasonably priced. And they're easy to put on, too. That's that's the amazing thing. All right. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Thanks, Dave. All right. Take it's, care, uh, man. Good having you. It's great, it's great meeting you at the Medrade show. Oh, yeah. Come by next time you're there. I'll be there yeah. here at the Las Vegas All right. show. All right. Take care. I'm glad, I'm glad I ran into you because I really love these stockings. That's all I, that's all I can oh, say. Well, hey, proof, proof is in your testimonial about it because you know the old adage about how do you tell if a salesman's lying? You watch his lips move. <laughs> so, anyway, it's on radio here. You can't really tell. But, you know, your your testimony that you did try them and really flying, I'm just going to say to everybody listening to this, go, if you don't have any major medical problems, spend the 20 to $25 and buy them when you're going to go flying. Not even just my brand, another brand, if you can't find, because they can save your life. And they're going to be good for a couple of years. If you're flying it like three or four times a year, they'll last a couple of years. They only need to be right. go, changed out quicker when you, you're wearing them every day for more common medical issue. So, yeah, flying is very necessity because uh, we're on a train or driving six hours in a car. You know, and my other recommendation is get up and move around a little bit and stretch your feet. But having a, a compression stocking can really benefit everybody on that travel mode. 
All right, take Thank care. You so much for being on the show. You're welcome. Take care. Bye. Bye. All right, Pete. What's the score of the game? Right now, it's Villanova 14 to 12 over North Carolina. Close game, 11:44 in the first half. So, uh, back and forth game right now. Defensive uh, for uh, Villanova is pretty good, and North Carolina they can guard. That's why I like North Carolina. Their two guards right now are playing well. They have a great coach in Roy Williams and an inside threat in Bryce Johnson. They're one of the hottest teams right now. I just don't know how you go against North Carolina, but it's going to be a good game, it looks like. I'm still picking Villanova, even though my team is not there. And who is your team? The U. It's all about the U. Oh, no, don't say that, because I'm a Florida State (laughs) fan. Come on. It's all about the U. Oh, they're not relevant at all anymore. Besides their basketball team, their football team hasn't been relevant in how many years? <laughs> by the way, do you hey. think they made the right move by getting uh, Mark Rick from Georgia? You like that move? Uh, I'm not sure. I, like, I think he did a good job at Georgia. I just don't think they, they won the big one, and he wasn't consistent enough. But he's a good recruiter, and, of course, he's from uh, Florida State. Did a good job there. Yeah, I love- I don't follow them that closely. The reason my team is because I have um, a, a, degree, a degree from the School of Medicine there, so that's why they're my team. <laughs> yeah, they got to recruit better. This is all to it. and You can't let uh, athletes out of that area get to Florida State or Florida or other schools around Florida. That's the problem. Recruiting there is not good, and hopefully uh, Rick will do something about that. All right. All right. Well, I still think Villanova is going to win this one, and... Um, well, amazing. What's happening with the Rays? Uh, they were losing the last time I checked, 5-3. to three. Uh, Same old story. Runners left on. They have opportunities. Uh, Toronto is just taking advantage of the opportunities. Uh, I expect a lot out of this team this year with their new offense, but um, the, the hitters have, have left uh, uh, scoring chances. So not a very I good. Because I'm going to tell you right now, you know, um, the Red Sox will beat the Cubs in the World Series. Think so, huh? Yeah. Well, besides Price and Buckholz, what else do you guys have on that pitching staff? That's my question with the Red Sox this year. Oh, you, you, you shouldn't have asked me that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got Porcello and you got Kelly. They're decent, but I mean, I, I look at that team last year. Everything went wrong. So they have to have a better year this year, and Signing David Price to be the ace of that staff is a good start. And then having yeah, well, Kimbrell. I think, I think they gave away too much to, to sign David Price, you know? Well, I mean, look, it, that's the market value for him. He's one of the best pitchers in the regular season. Now, the question is when I'm he gets. Talking, I'm not talking about the money. I'm talking about the, the length of time. Yeah. Well. Um, anyway, anyway, I, you know, my problem is, you know, I like. John Farrell, and I, I feel bad for what he went through last year, mm-hmm. but I don't think he's a good manager. Uh, and, it remains to be seen, I think, at this point. And I think I think the Red Sox proved it last season when, when, when John was sick and Terry Lovato took over. They, they had a much better um, winning record um, uh, after, you know, when Terry was, uh, was managing the team. So I, that's, that's my opinion. But I, I like John, and uh, I really, uh, you know, I, I feel bad for him. 
but I still, I still think uh, we we need to change managers. We need um, we need the Tito um, uh, back. Well, he you can't get him back now because he's in Cleveland. And speaking of Cleveland, uh, they look they're looking like they're going to be a team to compete because of that pitching staff they have. Very young, right. and question is offense always with the pitching. You know, it's offense with the Red Sox. I like what they did in the offseason. I like Price and I like Kimbrell, but my question is who's behind Price and then how do you get to Kimbrell? Because the bullpen was a little bit rough, a little bit shaky last year. So if they improve that, they're definitely going to be in it. But you look at the AL East, I don't see anybody running away with it. I think it's going to be, as always, a tough division. And I, right. I just look at the Rays. I think the Rays, from uh, their pitching rotation, is one of the best in Major League Baseball. Uh, my thing that I'm excited about with this team this year is the fact that they actually have some hitters. They have a Steve Pierce. They have a Corey Dickerson. They have a Logan Morrison. They haven't had that in the past. So if they can hit and score at least four or five runs a game and get good pitching, I think they can win a lot of games this year. Now, looking at the division overall, I think the Yankees are the oldest team in that division. You have Baltimore. Right. They can hit. You got Boston. And you got Toronto, which one through six, their offense is devastating. Just devastating. Right. So, all right, but you, you say late. you say Cubs and Red Sox, huh? That's your World Series prediction. Cubs and Red Sox, yes. Okay, not bad. The great Cuban trumpeter Arturo Sandoval will be at the uh, Smith Center in Boston. Uh, I'm not in Boston. I got Boston in my mind now. The Smith Center in Las Vegas, <laughs> April twenty second and twenty third. One concert April 22nd at 7 p.m. Friday, and uh, two concerts 6 and 9 p.m. on April 23rd. Great um, trumpeter, uh, one of the greatest uh, ever was, uh, Turo Sandoval. Um, I'll be there, uh, there at the um, one of the concerts. I, I'm not going to miss him because uh, he's a good guy. I met Turo a, a few times, and uh, he's a good guy and a great trumpeter. So check him out, Turo Sandoval at the Smith Center in Las Vegas. You know, I was in Israel, in Jerusalem, last um, last week, uh, a week and a half ago, and i got to talk about um, uh, the media, how bad the media is, um, and what they've, um, what they do to the, um, uh, to the minds of people, and, and you know, there's a lot of people out there that, that follow the media, and, and they don't understand um, uh, their minds. But, you know, all this talk you hear about how all these problems in Israel, how unsafe it is and everything, and people would say to me, how can you go there uh, because uh, uh, it's, a, it's not a very safe place? Well, let me tell you something. I just want to say, if anybody's thinking of going to Israel, or Jerusalem, or Tel Aviv, or any that great country, uh, all I can say is, it's the safest place to be. I've been out in the street there at night. I've been on the buses. I've been on, on the light rail trains. You know, it's very safe. Uh, I even stayed at a hotel in, in East Jerusalem, right on, actually right on the line of uh, Jerusalem and East Jerusalem, but I was in East Jerusalem, and I met a lot of Arab people there, great people. I had a lot of great conversations with them. So I just want to say, if if you're thinking of going to Israel, go not to be afraid because it's a it's a great country. 
And uh, no matter what religion you are, if you're um, uh, Jewish, if you're a Christian, if you're Muslim, the great countries is great places to be at. And I just want to say um, Israel is a, is a very safe place to get the safest airport in the world. And uh, that's, that's all I can say about uh, Israel. So um, I go there. You'll love it. It's a great country, and there's so much, there's so much uh, religion and history there. It's amazing. Let me just tell you, while I was there, I was, um, and I, I, before I left Vegas, I went to a lecture by uh, Rabbi uh, Shalom Arush, uh, who's a terrific rabbi. He's written a lot of books, and um, surprisingly enough, I didn't, I don't know how I ended up there, but right across the street from where I was staying is this rabbi's um, synagogue, which is where I, where I attended while I was in uh, Israel, and uh, his books are amazing, and he's got. Books like the Garden of Wisdom, the Garden of Healing. Uh, he got books for men, books for women. Uh, he's an amazing man. He's, he's brilliant, and his books are terrific. And I'm going to give you a phone number of uh, someone um, in, in in Jerusalem um, who can make his books available to you. Um, his name is Marciano. Marciano, and um, his phone number in Jerusalem is zero five four. Eight five two zero two four nine. That's zero five four five two zero two four nine. His name is Marciano. Uh, he has um, a Rabbi Rouge's books, and no matter what religion you are, uh, these books are good for everybody. So uh, check them out. Uh, get a hold of Marciano. Again, his number in, in Jerusalem is zero five four eight five two zero two four nine. And the books um, you can get them in Hebrew, you can get them in English. They're, they've been translated. Terrific book, so um, uh, check it out. Uh, I'm, I'm working right now in the Garden of Healing, and a uh, really terrific book. While well, I was at MedTrade, um, uh, another great company, Ortho Sleeve. Um, they make orthopedic uh, support for your uh, for your legs, your knees, uh, your uh, your elbows, um, problems where you have a uh, pain uh, and you need some. Um, some support. Um, also, Sleeve is a great company, um, and they, you can go to, you can go to their website, which is inksource.com. That's I N G S O U R C E. Inksource.com. One of the terrific products that I found there was um, um, a grip therapy. It's um, it's an exercise device uh, with um, that you. Press down with your fingers and uh, keep your hands uh, uh, flexible. Uh, There's tension technology for each individual finger, and and it's uh, for improving dexterity, circulation, endurance, and strength more effectively. Uh, Verigrip therapy, the evolution of hand therapy is here, and you can check them out at verigrip.net slash therapy. That's verigrip, P-A-R-I-G-R-I-P dot net slash Therapy. Another interesting product that MedTrade was the uh, Sissel acupressure mat. This is wonderful. Um, the, uh, blissful relief of tense and aching muscles. Um, uh, you can lay down on this mat and uh, press it on the acupressure point, and it's really, um, really, really. Uh, check it out, uh, Sissel. Acupressure mat, and let me give you. Um, they're at, they're out of Switzerland, but let me give you their um, 
the website. Of, I, I don't know if they have a website here. I, you know, I love their products, but I don't know about their website. Anyway, the name of the company is to sell S-I-S-S-E-L. That's S-I-S-S-E-L. The, and, um, oh, here it is, Tissell.com. That was easy enough, Tissell.com. And uh, check out uh, the, the Zach Impression Matt. Fabulous. And let me tell you about um, Spenco. Um, Spenco makes insoles uh, for your for your shoes. Um, uh, the total supported anatomy. Uh, they got uh, original, semi-rigid, orthotic eye supports for stability. They have really nice uh, eye supports. Really nice um, uh, orthotics for your shoes uh, for any shoes, including quick uh, exercise. I think so. Uh, check out um, Spenco at um, Spenco Medical, and their uh, website is uh, uh, Spenco.com. S P E N C O Spenco.com. How how is uh, Villanova doing, uh, Pete? Update on the score right now: six thirty-three left in the first half, twenty-five to twenty-three. North Carolina over Villanova. North Carolina started out three for twelve. Since then, they've gone six for six. And right now, it doesn't matter if Villanova is putting a hand in their face. They're just knocking down every three imaginable right now. Again, the score is 25-23 to North Carolina over Villanova. 6-28 left in the first half. Well, it's a very close game. It may not be a blowout like these, uh, like the uh, last two games, right? Yeah, I, I don't think it's going to be a blowout because they're very similar teams. Uh, good coaching, play defense. Uh, Villanova's definitely got the firepower. They can shoot from three. But again, I just like North Carolina and the way their guards are playing right now, namely Barry and uh, Paige. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Well, I'm still sticking with uh, with Villanova, and you're still sticking with North Carolina, right? Yeah, absolutely. And you're right. You're exactly right because the two semifinal games were just blowouts. They were complete mismatches, which was disappointing because up until that point, uh, the tournament's been pretty close, and if you like good basketball and you like buzzer beaters and, and close games and, and, and things that are going to come down to the last second, you love this tournament. And the underdog this year uh, was real prevalent. Right. And um, I, get a, I want to mention the, the Lightning, how well they're doing this year, right? Yeah, doing great. Uh, actually, I believe they were losing to the Islanders, Islanders the last time I checked, but the big story down here is losing Captain Steven Stamkos one to three months with a right. uh, blood clot, which is disappointing because this team has had injury after injury. They've been inconsistent, but they have a lot of talent. They have an opportunity to go back to the Stanley Cup, but uh, the triplets got to step up. Johnson, Palat. And uh, uh, Kucherov got to step up now because losing Stamkos, that's the heart and soul of your team. And the goaltending has to be good, and, and I don't think it has been tonight. So we'll see. They got one more point to clinch. I don't think they're going to do it tonight. So we'll see what happens. And um, my prediction for the NBA Finals is? Is on the Golden uh, – actually, no, the San Antonio Spurs Ooh. against the Boston Celtics. Oh, come on now. You're picking that? Yes, 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 yes. I don't know. I think Boston's played well this year. We always talk about this, Marv. They don't have a superstar. They have Isaiah Thomas and a cast of characters. Good coach. I think it's going to be tough to get with Cleveland. Uh, you know, get Beat Cleveland, I think it's going to be very tough because um, 
You know, to me, they're the they're the best team in the Eastern Conference. Depending where they end up, depending where they end up, they make they could probably avoid Cleveland right to the end there, right? Yeah, it's possible. I mean, the, the the talk could be Cleveland will play Miami, which will be a tough matchup. And with LeBron James going down there and acting like he's a girlfriend of Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh, uh, there's a lot of doubt there. Uh, by the way, I don't I don't understand LeBron James at this point. Um, he's just uh, he's a bipolar. He's like a he's like a uh, he's like a girlfriend that's never happy. I mean, he's on Twitter. He's crying about Cleveland. He's hey, just shut up and play. Please yeah, just right. shut you know, up and play. Talking about playing, you know, I I was talking to somebody the other day, and you know when when Bill Russell played, when um, when um, when uh, Jabbar played, um, when um, Magic played, when Larry Bird played, these guys never took days off for rest. Well, that's the question now. I mean, the the big story in the NBA is can the Golden State Warriors eclipse? The 95-96 uh, Chicago Bulls with uh, 73 wins, and it looks like they may because uh, San Antonio's coach, Greg Popovich, just came out and said he's going to rest uh, his starters in both of those games. I cannot believe he would do that, and I can't even believe the NBA would allow him to do that. That's ridiculous. I get it. You're trying to get ready for the playoffs, but there has to be some competition there, doesn't it? You're basically right. just right. giving Golden State the opportunity to be one of the greatest teams of all time. Right. It's amazing. It is amazing. Anyway, I was at the nightclub and buy show, and now let me talk about the booze and um, finish up here. BV, Sicilian vodka, sharing all of the tradition, drink BV, flavored by Sicily. And remember, if you like cupcakes, eat a cupcake. If you want the flavor of a great vodka, drink a great vodka. And... Um, this is a Sicilian vodka, and it was created by Chaz Palminteri, one of my favorite actors. So uh, check out BB Sicilian vodka. <laughs> Let me tell you about another an interesting product. Um, it's called Almanir. It's an almond-based cream liqueur. Smooth, creamy, and delicious Almanir. It's gluten-free. <laughs> it's vegan. And it has only 83 calories. <laughs> if you want to get healthy, drink, <laughs> drink Almanir. <laughs> Sangria, it's an all-natural product of Spain. One of Rising Star Award two years in a row. Beso del Sol. Beso del Sol Sangria. It's, um, it's a really nice Sangria. And I, from what they tell me, it's Beso del Sol. It's the Sangria of Disneyland. I didn't know Disneyland had a Sangria, but that's what they told me. Um, Kin, K-A-N, White Whiskey. Become a Kinsider. KinWhiteWhiskey.com. Check out interesting whiskey. It's white. Also, let me tell you about uh, Dirty Tequila. Let's get dirty. Uh, dirty Tequila, is, uh, the co-founder is Bobman Jones. And uh, you can check out um, uh, DirtyTequila.com. And also, that's about it. Oh, Humboldt Distillery makes, it's the first legal distillery 
focusing on small-scale craftsmanship while using certified organic ingredients and organic vodka. Uh, they also have a cannabis-infused vodka, which we won't talk about. But the Humboldt Distillery, um, organic vodka, check them out. Um, those, those were my uh, products that I discovered at the show uh, in Las Vegas. I am um, getting ready to um, go back to Las Vegas tomorrow and uh, get away from the snow and 20-degree temperature. Um, it's not even good for a football game, right? No, uh, de- definitely not. <laughs> Quick update on the score right now. North Carolina 30-29 to over Villanova. Eight lead changes in this game. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. It's, it's it's a great game. I'm gonna have to. I, I was gonna watch Castle, but I may just put the game on. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't watch Castle or Raw or any baseball game right now. I'll be watching this uh, basketball game because it looks like it's living up to the uh, hype. Yeah, that's great. Uh, and the other team I like that didn't make it this year again was uh, Gonzaga. I like Gonzaga. Yeah, they had a great opportunity there, but uh, you're right. They always have a great opportunity, Gonzaga. Yeah. Where, where John Stockton went, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, you got my predictions. Uh, San Antonio against the Celtics in the finals. I'm saying, I'm saying that one tongue-in-cheek. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to be Golden State versus uh, Cleveland again, and I think it's going to be Golden State once again winning. Now, real quick before we wrap up, do you think uh, what Scottie Pippen thinks? Do you think that Bulls of 95-96 would sweep Golden State, or do you think it would at least be a series? Because I think it's going to be a series. I, I don't think it's going to be a sweep if it happens. I think it would be, I think it would be a series, but I, I still think that um, I still think um, uh, San Antonio is um, is a team to beat. Wow. Okay. Tied oh, up again, uh, thirty to thirty. By the way. <laughs> oh, great! That's uh, but San Antonio is an amazing team. I mean, look at the old. It's an old team, and look at the way they're playing. Yeah. They're unbelievable. I mean, that Popovich is uh, a genius. Oh, Mob Cutler here. I want to thank you for listening. Um, tonight, Joy. And um, uh, again, thanks for listening. A marvelous one. Have a marvelous week. And ciao.